So this episode may ruffle some feathers or step on toes is stepped on ours too, right? But we're talking about priorities as a family. What gets in the way of putting the most important things first? And we're going to discuss which harmless activities start getting in the way of God and family. So everyone says family first, right? Or they poetically list on social media that it's God, family, and everything else after that. But do we really do we really do that? Like, is that mirrored in real life or is that just what we say? Can you really examine your days and see that's happening? Like exactly that. God, family everything else. Yeah. I mean, I've put it to, I've done the post and I've done the little things, but we know that it's been a struggle for us because there's so many things that pull you in other directions and balance isn't even a thing because in most days, um, it's mostly survival (laughs) some days, but it's really just trying to like find harmony in what you're doing and balance. Like you can't do like 25% this 25% that, but Here's a few things that we want we were like asking ourselves, okay, and want you to think about too. Do we have a say in how we spend our time? What are the biggest roadblocks to keeping God and family at the top? Can we make adjustments to get closer to those priorities? Maybe it's not perfect all the time. Maybe God, family, and everything else isn't always perfect in every day, but can we get closer? And then are there boundaries that we can agree on and set in order to protect our priorities and actually stick to it? Okay. So first up, let's start with sports. Oh boy. (laughs) The defenses are going up everywhere, but let me just start out by saying we love sports. We played them. Our kids play them. I'm wearing a Hawkeye shirt. We think it's great for kids to learn teamwork and discipline and confidence and be healthy and active and even, you know, maybe be really good at the sport. That's that's fine. Yeah. But we feel that sports has kind of consumed more and more of people's time. And it's kind of probably the top of the priority list in a lot of houses. And we wouldn't come out and say that like, sports god no we don't say that but it definitely starts moving the top when we're like missing church on wednesday nights our kids aren't going to youth group or anything because they're playing sports sundays we're not at church because we're doing five different travel teams with three kids i mean it's just it's crazy so sports okay so um <laughs> guys Somebody has taken over my computer. Okay. (laughs) But seriously, sports seems to keep the family dinner time like obsolete or fragmented at best. Right. And like he said, you know, you're missing tons of church and you're teaching your kids like sports trumps God when it comes to getting to the games and the leagues and the travel teams and all that stuff. And you're not, you know, you miss church for months because of sports. Um, that's rough, you know, and, and that's really like showing 
it be just showing your priorities there. But we've talked with multiple couples who have grown children and they did all the sports, right? They did every sport offered in school, every travel team that there was to be on. And every waking moment was either watching, playing or traveling to practices and games. And um, there's one parent here, one parent there, multiple games in different towns, maybe hello and goodbye at the start and end of the day. And those couples have expressed regret for the time that they lost with their kids when they look back. And sure, like we're not going to deny like we love we like we love watching our kids do mm-hmm. their do their sports. And we like watching other people's kids, our friends, kids playing sports. And it's enjoyable um, supporting them and showing up. But let's be honest, they're not going to be a professional athlete or likely even a college athlete. If you've heard any statistics on that, I'm pretty sure it's like less than 1% of kids that get college scholarships, something like that. Right. So, I mean, we're starting three years old, t-ball like we're dance like all the things where we're getting some places have kids playing tackle football when they're like four years old so so. you're starting from age three to like age 18 that that's all you do is live and breathe that it's gonna be a shock to them when sports is no longer part of their life (laughs) they get done with high school and they have they have no clue what in the world to do. So, And it can be hard when they look at you and it's like, we don't really have a relationship other than you drive me to sports and watch me and cheer for me. Like, yeah, it's no, hard. it's true. Yeah. There's not a lot of family time that can go on. Like family dinner at our house is the best. The stories come out, the comedians in them come out. Like there's just so many things that go on and I can't imagine missing that basically every night and just, yeah, it'd be crazy. So sports will go on. Okay. Second kids activities in general on top of sports. Cause we kind of mentioned like starting dance. So you got dance, gymnastics, um, you know, tons of different music stuff. Like you can be in the jazz band, the rock band, the regular band and choirs the same way 4-H and Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts and all the clubs. Um, and there's like other clubs that we don't even know about, you know, because we're in a rural area and we don't do anything much. But <laughs> add those to school and sports. And seriously, there's like no time left. No time left. So anything you want to add to that? No, I think you covered it. I mean, we'll get to what our solutions are for this or what we kind of recommend. But just saying, like, if you think about it and you think of your own time schedule between your work and running around for sports and practices in dance and this and that. And I will say we're not on a soapbox here. Like, no, we totally struggle with it, too. And we're still trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. as well. But this is just our ideas of how to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Third. Go ahead. Okay. Volunteering and ministry. So I know it sounds crazy, but volunteering and even, dare we say, ministry is an honorable thing, but it can take your family time away. At what expense are you willing to give all of your time to that stuff? You know, before it's robbing you of precious time with your kids and with your spouse and with your kids and your spouse, you know, like the whole thing in every direction. So mind you, you know, 
I'd rather have you do it than me. So if you want to keep, no, if you want to keep volunteering, then I don't have to, but no, there definitely needs to be a balance because if you find that you're the leader for every school event, sporting club, church ministry, like, because no one else will do it or no one else will volunteer, um, like work committees and things like that that's giving so much of your time that you may, you may not need to like, do you, do you need to be there? Do you need to be the one that shows up? And especially the leader, because they have extra responsibilities. Do you need to take a step back and limit how much you're involved or if you need to be involved at all? And like, can someone else step up? Are you saying yes, because you don't think anyone will step up? But are you asking yourself, like, if I say no, would that allow someone else to have the opportunity to serve that hasn't been given the chance because, oh, well, they already have enough people, you know? So, um, you know, ministry and church, it's so important. Don't get us wrong. But if it's to the point that you're pushing your family away in order to serve again, and then you're like so drained of energy after doing all the things that you don't have much of yourself to give your family when you finally get home. <clears throat> Maybe you need to have a conversation about your commitments with yourself and your spouse and your family and see if God's really called you to, to do, do everything. It, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he has created each of us to have certain gifts and certain abilities maybe the children's ministry person isn't your thing, but maybe you'd rather do high, you know, like adult ministry in a smaller way or something like that. But you need to ask yourself those questions. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to be there for everything. Like, well, first I teach the little kids and then I move upstairs and teach the high school class. And then we go to this and it's like, it can suck up my right. whole day. Right. Okay. Next up, everybody's favorite work. Lots of workplaces push you to work above what your minimum is. And like, they want you to put it above everything else. And even though they might say we're a family friendly business, they still think you should make work the most important. So we've both had some eye rolls from people because we want to make sure we go to church on Sunday morning. And in their minds, if we're needed on Sunday morning, we should just drop everything and go to work. And you kind of get that whole, like, you're not really being a team player, you know, because everyone else is giving other time and no, you know, it's like, I get it. But number five, let's keep this short and sweet here, right? Electronics. Uh, yeah, which adults and kids are both to blame here, right? So can we all just raise our hands? They've taken over. We agree. They've taken over seriously. Um, because if you start tracking, I would, I dare you, I dare you to do a time audit and start tracking how much you are just on your phone alone, not even like TV or other screens. Um, um, but check your kids screen time too. And you're going to soil yourself <laughs> because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And there really does need to be limits on screen time, especially for kids. And especially when the whole family is together, like have it off the dinner table and have boundaries for your kids. Like you can't get on it before blank has, has to be done. Like your chores or, you know, devotions or like something, um, or, you know, we have an, 
a certain amount that they can be on their tablets. We call them tabbies, but there's, they know, they know they get 30 minutes of tabby time and that's, that's just what it is. Um, but whatever works for your family, we're not going to, you know, say there's a perfect number for that, but whatever works for your family, but put some boundaries on it. Um, because it is, it's taking away from family time, but it's also killing their creativity. Yeah. Like kids don't know how to entertain themselves. Entertain themselves. They don't know what to do. I'm bored. I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, play a game, go make something, go outside and throw sticks, not at each other, <laughs> but like figure it out, you know, do yeah. puzzles, like read a, an actual book, you know? Um, or, you know, clean the house. That's what? always the best. Right. So, you know, there's just some limits that need to be going on because electronics and your screen time and your phone starts taking the place and of your family time. when you mix TV in there as well. And I'll admit, I'm like a movie guy. Like I love watching movies and we do it as a family, but I know that sometimes there's better ways that we could spend our family time, you know, but it's a struggle. I mean, it's, yeah. if that's what you like, that's what you like, yeah. but it's. And we do. I mean, yeah, we talked about that with our interview with our daughter that we watch, we watch movies together and then we watch TV together. We like it. It's not all consuming. And yet sometimes I'm like, okay, seriously. So what do we propose for solutions to all of the above? Well, it's really to just take some time to look at what you're spending your time on. And if it's matching those priorities that you have set and maybe not God is at the top for all of you. Right. But family definitely is, or at least it's stated that it is. So is it matching that? And like I said, do a time audit and see where you can cut out some unnecessary wasted time and gain more time as a family. Travel teams. I know that's a hot topic, but maybe you don't need to be on everyone. Maybe you need to just limit it a little bit so that you have more time to be at your actual home with your kids. Right. And, and agree or not, like definitely let us know if you're watching on YouTube, like comment below and let us know either way. You can totally disagree with us and love your, your sports time and travel time. Um, but you know, we just, we're putting out there what we feel, what we, we recommend and then, all, of course, like teaching your kids that church is important. We find that important. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's not a promise, but it's a recommendation because, I mean, obviously we've seen people leave the church and go off on their own. So, but generally speaking. And I do have a friend who always says too, that it, sometimes you have to remember when he is old, he will not depart from it. Because a lot of times kids will move away, but then later on, it's like all that stuff was put in there mm -hmm. and they're like, you know what? That's true. I need to get back to that. So. Right. And if you're not making church, going to church a priority, your kids likely never will either. They're they're going to see that example and be like, oh, well, it's fine. It's fine. We're kind of tired today. We've had- a We love God, but we don't need to go there. <laughs> right. So. There truly is no substitute or replacement for the fellowship and accountability and growth that you can get when you spend your time at church. So like you can watch an evangelist on TV, you can listen to a really good podcast, but <laughs> it's not going to repl replicate that church experience and- um, just the, the difference that it is 
with the people around you and sitting there, you know, and feeling the spirit move. So thanks so much for listening. You may or may not agree with all of it, but we truly hope that we are pointing you in the right direction, but you can totally disagree and it is okay. Like prove us wrong, right? So in the description of this episode, I'm going to put a link to our family activity list. We made that can give you some ideas of things to do. So make sure you um, check that and grab that. And then please remember, subscribe, follow. And if you're on YouTube, hit that little bell for the notifications because then you know what's going on. And when we put new things out, um, future state, we'd like to put some fun things like add some bonus, bonus episodes. And we've got some fun ideas for that. So stay tuned for that. And till next time, stay authentic and disrupt those patterns. (laughs) 